Too good. Yo. What's good with you, homie? What's up, what's up? All right, this is Digger Jones, along with his resident host, Two-Gun Tony. This is Digger's News and Views. Now, Two-Gun, this this show is going to be something that's near and dear to your heart, right? Uh-huh. See, if y'all don't know about Tone from listening to the show, Tone's nickname is Mr. Nasty. Mr. Nasty. T- t- tell everybody where that nickname comes from. You know, just being, I wouldn't say not nasty, but... I used to like a lot of music that wasn't from an age group. <laughs> right. I could say. You know, it was the early 90s. I couldn't have been no more than eight, nine. You know, I was listening to the R. Kelly, Jodeci, that type of stuff. And I liked it. I didn't like no other R&B music but that. Right, right. And I'm kind so, of nasty, you know. So what happened is we compiled a list of songs that are going to be sexless. Yeah, like the ultimate, ultimate, not even Netflix and chill, just, I don't know, what can we say that is? Just chilling. Man, you can't even say just chilling. Basically, when you come through the door, you already know where we're going. You know, you already know where we're going. It's bedroom time. Right. So this is like our personal sex tape playlist, basically. All right. You can find these playlists, mind you. What I did was I started a Spotify. Mr. Tone started a Spotify. And these playlists are on our Spotify. Uh-huh. So I'll give you the names of the playlists once we're done. But, you know, Tony, since the ball is in your court, we'll go ahead and start with the first song that you put on your list. Uh, <clears throat> the first song, here we go again with me not being able to find shit. The first song, well, this one, I actually sang this song on a uh, 8mm video when I was like 8 or 9, so it was Do Me by B, uh, Bill Bill DeVoe. <laughs> and that's like, that's how I started off, straight Do Me. See, this man started out way Bill Bill DeVoe came out when we were like 7, 7 or 8. This was... Was it 80, 88 or 89? It was 88 or 89, one of the two, because I was in third grade, and me and my um, homeboy, Stephen Browning, we used to just, you know, just do the, like, in bridge. Uh-huh. And we were singing that shit at recess, like it was the hottest shit around. It was. It was. Well, what, was hotter than, what was hotter than Bell Bill DeVoe in 89? Nothing. But, you nothing. know, eight-year-old... We were eight-year-old kids basically going, you can do me in the morning. You can do me in the night. You Listen, can do it's me It's a VHS when... tape at my mother's house somewhere with me doing the whole song. No. no my uncle, you know, that's where 8 millimeters started popping. Right, right. You got the 8 millimeter little handheld joint. And it's funny uh, because people start using their 8 millimeters for other things. Yeah. So like, what you going to do? So I'm like, you want me to sing something? He's like, go ahead. I think to myself, all of a sudden, take a look at me. I did the whole song. <laughs> right. The whole song. I even now, changed la- my voice to match their voice in the song. Yeah. Now, ladies, when dope. you hear these, when you hear me or Tone start playing these songs, you already know what it's, you already know what it's time for. Yeah, it's time for some action. Right. So my first one is like generic as hell. Mine is I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. 
That's not really generic. You just, you know, you set the mood a little different. Right. And, you, you know, know, that song right there was just, you know, like, there was nothing that needed to be left to the imagination. But you know, close your eyes, either. make a wish, then I'll set up the candlelight. What? But it, but it wasn't launchy. Right. <clears throat> so, and that's know. one thing I liked about the song, because the thing about it is, you know, every guy has the intention to fuck every now and then, right? Uh, that just made it more subtle. It made it more, I guess... Intimate. Intimate. Yeah, it wasn't like, you know, take off your clothes, bitch. Yeah, because, you know, you're, you're lighting the candles was, and everything, yeah. and, you know... It's like it was a throw, on the floor. I'm gonna like take mine off too. Ballad. Yeah, it was a throwback ballad. It was romantic more so than anything. Right, and you, you know, know you could play that. You could play that with an older woman. You know what right. I mean? And, you know, that's the song that you could play on the way to dinner, on the way back from dinner in a movie. You, you know could play I mean? that song. You could play that song listening with your mother, but you're not gonna. You know, it's not right. dirty. Right. It's just a song. Right. So. But you know, I'll make love to you by the I'm not about the shit by Boys and Men, always mm-hmm. the number one on the list. All right, I got um, number two is Guy. Let's chill. Right, another song that was that, subtle. It was subtle, and it was you know Teddy Riley used to do his thing. He used to do his thing like Guy with Black Street, like Teddy Riley, Michael Jackson. You right. know, um, he was like he was his, a little bit ahead of his time. I must say, he has one of the discographies that are even envious by some of which of Quincy Jones. He was like our Quincy Jones. Right. You know, because he had his own style. And he was versatile. And, you know, he brought the New Jack Swing style to the forefront, even with hip-hop music. At that time, the hip-hop music had New Jack Swing beat. It was different. Right. <clears throat> They were going and away from the boom bat. They were making it more like dancey. It's funny because I always say he had, you know, like the R&B sound that, you know, more so, I wouldn't say a thug, but, you know, like a street cat can, you know, get down. Like with. Big Daddy King. Right. Like Big Daddy King had a lot of new jack swings. A lot. Right. Um, Heavy D. Kumo D. Um, Kumo D benefited was, a lot from Teddy Riley also. It was a lot of people. Michael Jackson benefited from it on Dangerous. On um, oh yeah, uh, I was say on Dangerous and um. And history? Did he do anything on history? Yeah, history. Uh, but more so Dangerous because that was like the end of the era. Right. But it didn't sound outdated. Right. But getting back to Let's Chill, one thing I loved about it is. Aaron's vocals, because Aaron always had this, like, what I call Southern Preacher vocal. It's rough. And demanding. Like like a Dennis Edwards. Right. But it was more melodic, because, you know, and different... You know, uh, just the way him like and Damien... But even the way him and Damien at the end, when they were singing in unison... Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, and that, you know, that had to be one of those 90, you know, 90s wedding songs, too. 
And then around that time, it was only three go-to guys with that voice. It was Anna Hall, R. Kelly, and KC. And then Cisco came out of nowhere. Well, and honestly, that all benefited from Uncle Charlie Wilson. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Let's Chill, though. Yeah, that's my song. Honestly, if if Let's Chill wasn't on the album The Future, The Future would have flopped. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that good. It wasn't great. So. Was I like? Was I like on the album? No, I like was on um, the guy album. How about Fantasy? Fantasy was on a soundtrack. I cannot remember to which movie, but it was added on to later versions of um, the future. Yeah, that's my. I remember that video. That was my shit. Oh, what made me laugh about the video? And you know, I don't want to get too much into you know the video. Is remember when Aaron was you know gyrating on the dance floor and the bitch left? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fantasy. That's another stalker song. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Let me go to my. Next song. My next song is the newest song I have on the list, and that's Redbone by Childish Gambino. Which is which is like a throwback to Bootsy Collins. Right. It it had that old, you know, late seventies R and B funk vibe. Yeah. It was like a and, that's like the ultimate midnight, you know, groovy song. Singing in falsetto. <clears throat> yeah, it had that feel like just laid back. It's real laid back. And one thing I could t- say about it is, you know, it was just like the songs in the 70s that the Isley did, that Parliament did, that Booty himself did, where the first part of the song, you know, was all smooth and everything. And then at the end, mm-hmm. it goes into a, like, part two. Yeah. So It has, like, it's like a story. It has, like, a climax to it. Right. <clears throat> and he did it, like, he did it so well. Like, it sounded like it came from the 70s. Right. Even, even though it was sort of like an interpolation, not much of a sample, you know, it, it still sounded unique. It sounded up-to-date. Right. It, and That could have that came out in the 70s, and you would never know. One thing that I could say about it is it touched on a lot of, you know, Prince's international lover. Uh-huh. So, you know, just the way that, you know, he was singing in falsetto and... The way that the story played out. The, yeah, the way the story played out and everything was so good on that track. But you know what was good about the way he sang it? It was almost, it was scratchy like an Erica Badu. Right. You know, and that that's, that gives it a whole different, like, feeling. And the song, it's not and like, the song, it's not a begging, it's not a begging feeling, but it's like a, you know... And like I said, like this list consists of the song is good for mid-tempo fucking. Mm-hmm. Oh, right before that. Shout out to Redbone for that. Uh, What you got My number number three song is like an official sex song. H-Town, Knocking the Boots. The title says it It don't get no more direct than that. Now, I'm going to I'm going to tell a funny story about this. There was a girl we went to school with. I'm not going to say her name because you probably know who she is. Uh Listen, I used to fall asleep with headphones in, right? Mm -hmm. And I used to keep my CDs on repeat. I used to plug my disc in the wall and just keep it on repeat so I could listen to it all night, right? 
Dog, I had a dream. I was in um, College Park, you know, College Park Middle, right? Mm-hmm. I had a dream. I was in a cafeteria in front of everybody singing this song to this girl. And what? Wow. I'm not like I said. I'm not gonna tell you the girl's name. I'll tell you after the phone call. You know. Uh, keep it discreet. You know, I, I'll, I'll give you your initials, and you probably know who it is. The initials were KW. I'm gonna have to think about that one. So, but you know, and you know, it got down to where my brother was singing. You know, good love and body rocking, knocking. What? Oh no! And here's the thing, though. <laughs> These were Luke's artists, and you can tell. Mm-hmm. Like, who was being this up front on a record at the time? With a church voice. Right. <laughs> That's the crazy part. Like, Dino was about like it is, you know, 18, at this, 19 years old, but his voice was like 40. Like a grown man. But when you hear him talk, his voice was like kind of soft. Right. Like a smooth, soft voice. When he sang, he sounded like an 80-year-old. Like, dang, boy, you've been singing your whole life, huh? Right. And, you know, just... A shout-out to him, too. Rest in peace to Dino. He he died. Rest in peace uh, to Dino, right. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I have nothing but good memories about this. You know, I have nothing but good memories about this, you know, song. And the whole album, People for the Flavor. Yeah. And that's one of those songs, as soon as you hear... The first, the first two, two drum seconds. Yeah, you already know what it is. Then what's coming after that? Him. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember they played that at, um, I went to the prom. They played that mm-hmm. at the prom, right? They played that shit at the prom, and I swear to God. Man, man look. You just knew you was going to get some, huh? Yeah, take me back to these days. <laughs> so, back in the books. Shout out to H Town. Shout out to Luke Records. Shout out to for them for making a new phrase for sex. Exactly. So Not I'm gonna go ahead and get into um my number three. And that's untitled by D'Angelo. Mm. How does it feel? That's a, that was like that's I don't, like that song, and then the video came. It was just it was like a, a never done before type of shit. It was it was double trouble for the men because the thing about it is it was a stroking song, and the women remember the video. Yeah, like it was, it was a song for us, but it was it was visual for them. Right. And the video was nothing but him spinning around. Right. In front of the black screen. Yeah, butt-ass nigga. And it's so bad, it goes like this. You know, no man wanted to see another man in the video, right? Nah. But the song was so good, it's like, you know what, okay, I can tolerate this video until they start showing too low. <laughs> yeah, so y'all got a little past the belly button. Right. Time to go to switch the channel. Right, so. But that song right there, that had to be responsible for a lot of babies. And that had to be his biggest song. It, it yeah, um, um, what's it called? Commercially, it is his biggest single. Yeah, and like even so, well, that's got to be his most well-known song. Yeah. <clears throat> and as good as I Brown Sugar was, I seen D'Angelo in concert three songs, and he closed each 
all three shows with you know untitled. So, yeah, D'Angelo was another like dope artist for his time. They, they, he was like one of the, I, I wouldn't say originators, but that he kind of brought that neo soul to the forefront. Right. And I then he was the student of the game. Yeah. You know, feeding off of James Brown, feeding off of Prince, feeding off of Stevie you know, Wonder. White, feeding, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Good student of the game. And then feeding off of, like, the, the funk artists. Right. The Blue like George Clinton. He just fed off of black music altogether. You know what I mean? With, right. like, the jazz, the funk, the R&B, even rock and roll, which people don't realize is black music. Uh Everything. And he made and it into voodoo, one sound. The Voodoo CD touched on all genres. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to yeah, Daniel. That song was so good. He was a dope good. artist. Dope albums, too. Right. I say he's the only R&B singer whose CDs I can listen to from forward to backwards. All mm. three of them. Yeah, it's, it has it's, 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 it have a little rough edge. It's you know what I mean. Not many R and B singers were able to do yeah, that. You can't get bored listening to a D'Angelo CD. Nah, it was a throwback to the seventies, right? It was it was a you know certain topics here and there. It's just a rougher sound, a more like everyday yeah. sound. Not meaning to get off subject. When I saw he did left and right with meth and red, I was like, oh, this probably isn't gonna work. Mm-hmm. It worked. It was dope. Yeah, it definitely worked. So, what we got for number four for you? Um, Lloyd, one for me. And I first heard this song today, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah, it was a radio I, song. I went through your list. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, it was a big radio song. That's how I heard it. I've never heard it. I've never heard it before today. Nah. And I have Lloyd's albums. Mm. And it had the sample from um. What's the name of that group? The these songs didn't have any lyrics to it. I can't think about it, but it was a sample. That do 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 do. Yeah, I know what song you're talking about. Um, yeah, they have very little, um, very little lyrics to it. Right. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the group, but the song is uh, called "Lost in Love," though. Yeah, it's two two versions of the song actually on their album. Right. Yeah, but I always liked that song, and then when I heard it, I never really was a Lloyd fan like that, but the song just it was I liked it. I love Lloyd's Southside album. Yeah. His second CD uh, album got it from Get It Shorty, and that was it. <laughs> that's Hence the right. reason why I've never heard this song before. Yeah, but it's the best song on the album, if you ask me. So, but shout out to Lloyd. I think it's the best on that album. Now, I may be wrong. My number four. Is a throwback to the eyes, and that's Let's okay. Make Love Tonight. One of my favorite groups. And it's so funny because Let's Make Love Tonight <laughs> was on the Between the Sheets album. Mm-hmm. The song before Let's Make Love Tonight was Between the Sheets. 
And that song could have easily got got just lost. Right. So that's what I was going to say. So when people put in that CD, remember, Between the Sheets was song number four. Mm -hmm. So you were already fucking by song number four. You really didn't get a chance to hear song number five. (laughs) See, Between the Sheets was just straight fucking. Yeah. Let's Make Love Tonight was what it was. You know, Let's Make Love Tonight. And just the way he started, you know... This man started like every date starts. It was just, you know, lying beside you. Mm-hmm. Baby, come closer. Baby, come closer. And you're just like, oh, shit. Because you know what his intention was. Mm-hmm. You know, you sitting on that side of the couch. Get your ass over here. Yeah, come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So. Nah, they, they got a lot of, like, baby making songs. They definitely do. But you know what pissed me off about the Between the Sheets album? What? The first side was straight sex song. Mm-hmm. You know, you start out with Choose You Lover, then Touch Me, then Between the Sheets, and then um, Let's Make Love Tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, straight sex song. The side two was just like... Uh, I can't remember what was on side two. Um, side mm-hmm. two was Battle yeah. for the Fallen Soldiers, Slow Down Children, Way Out Love. That's my Rocky shit, Good. though. That's Which my one? shit. Battle for the Fallen Soldier? Well, yeah, you know how many songs took a sample from that? Word. <laughs> it wasn't a fucking song. You got to think about it, too. That came out in 83. Yeah. But uh, it was something like they were ahead of their time, though. Uh-huh. So... <clears throat> And at this time, they had, like, three straight brick albums. Mm-hmm. So, like, to keep the Izzy name alive, Between the Sheets was Make or Break. Uh, I don't know. The other albums had some shit on it, though. It does. Real Deal. Because in between that Real time, Deal they had all of my mother's eyes on it. Like I that said, was the... Yeah. Grand Slam. It was, mm-hmm. The real deal. And the one before Grand Slam was Inside You. Those both Inside came you. out the, in the one. The title track to Inside You is my shit, though. I was down for This song was like nine minutes long. It was part one and part two. Yeah. But you know how many times I took a sample from the song Inside You? But you could get them from anywhere. Yo, I got to let you hear one of my beats that tracked. Mm. So... How about go all the way? Let's get off the Isaacs right now because we'll be going yeah. all day about art. Where we at? We at my number five? Yeah. This is actually a hip-hop song by Mac calling me. For right. No limit. You know, I know no limit. Yeah. Like I said, I just learned this song about three weeks ago, and it was instant. Like, instant. It was an instant, instant, like, like. But you know, you know what made the song so classic, though? What's that? It started out with the whole record, you know, the record scratch. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, 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 the popping, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. The record popping. It was, and then it was a dope song. Right. Like, it didn't feel like a, it, 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 it wasn't, you know how some people, hip-hop artists, would make a song, and they'd be like, oh, man, this is just soft. Like, it wasn't even like that. It was just an ill song. It was relatable. Right. And it was smooth. You know what I mean? And to my listeners out there, M-A-C is the name of the artist, and the song is called Calling Me on the Shell Shock album. Shell Shock. 
But one thing I, I loved about Carl I wasn't Carl a Big Mac just, fan, but I learned I, I liked him as I got older. Right. What I could say about um, the song Calling Me was it was a story that was very vivid. Mm-hmm. And we've all been through that before. Yeah, I hope so. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like the pussy just calling me. Right. You know, there are times you sit there driving away mad from a girl's house and everything, and, you know, you just get that text message, you know, come back, come back, so on, so mm-hmm. on. It's just like, it just brings you to that song. That's when, that's when you hit the donut in the middle of the street. Right. Again, people, this is a great song. Mm-hmm. You have to listen. Have to listen. Got to. Play it for if you got a girl, play it for your girl. All right, so my next song is like generic and it's like so poppy. But it's Tell Me by Drew Theory. I actually like that song. Mid tempo. Was that Amel LaRue? Yeah. She was in Groove Theory, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, mid tempo and it's a, a it's, it's the song's about a girl that just wants to see you waiting on your first kiss from you and mm-hmm. you know she's really feeling you. That that song is, I think that's more just like a straight up love happy song. You could still I, fuck to it. Yeah, you could, but it's like, when do you play that song? You play the song you, on the way to dinner. Yeah, for somebody you like. You know, you're not just going to play that for a random shit. I got nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. My I list is for, random, for randoms. Like, yeah, I got everything set up that you might want. I may not use it or take it, but I'm going to have it for you. And this sex list, playlist is part of it. You know, some I, got I got that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, mine is straight. Get, I'm getting to the point. Like, you like, know, you this ain't be, no girlfriend. This ain't no you girlfriend. You digging like, the nice guy. Yeah. I'm nice too, but Mr. Nasty. This is a Mr. Nasty list for me. <laughs> so you know. we'll just throw out my groove theory. No, we're not going to throw it out. But, you know, that's for the lovers. This is for, you know. All right. You, you put this at the top list. of the list, guys. guys. Yeah, that's you can start this off with when you're going to go pick the bitch up. Yeah, this is when you lying. This is when you lying to get it. <laughs> you ain't begging. You ain't You lying to get it. Yeah, I'm oh, a nice guy. Man. I really missed you all day. Yeah, okay. I, I got that phone call. I'm coming. Right. Right. <laughs> Shout out to the song though. It's a dope song. Like, I ain't Ruby. taking nothing from it. I love. I love the song, but you know. But you know that's not your. But I can't even I can't even talk shit because my next song, my number six song is by Sizzler Kalanji. It's called Give Me a Try. Which I heard I heard yesterday. Uh it's on the lines of that too, so I'm not even go front. Well, you, you know what I'm playing me. Yeah, and they and they came right after each other, so I'm not even going front. This is a lion song too for this you know, it's a uh reggae oh. dance song song. I was gonna say what I liked about it is you know, the whole rhythm beat and, the, you know, uh-huh. hey, look, I'm trying to get to know you. I want you to know me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was yeah. it was a dope song. 
it's like a I need you song. Right. You know, so you can put you know, that help out me first. Help you song. Yeah. Your heart's broken, my heart's broken, let's help each other. And it's one of those songs most people won't listen to unless they're like fans of reggae music or dance song music. Right. You know, I learned it from living in Brooklyn. There's a big Caribbean population of Brooklyn. A lot of my friends Caribbean. I just hear it, and then I'm like, okay, what's that? And I just, you know, it's one of those songs you just learn and you fall in love with it. Right, right. Right, right. So, my next track goes back to being nasty. Okay. And that's the song I can tell by Mercedes. Okay, a hip-hop song. Yeah, so, have you heard it? Yeah, you, you know, that's... Of course. The chorus, for those who have not heard the song, goes, You ain't gotta say too much. From the look in your eyes, I can tell you wanna fuck. There we go. And then the bitch says, Well, you ain't gotta call me your boo, because as bad as you wanna fuck, I wanna fuck, too. And and that's when the condom comes on. Like, no foreplay, no kissing, no nothing. The first time I heard this song was by accident. Mm. Because, you know, I bought Mercedes' album, not only for the album cover. And, like, I made a post about that cover. That's the best album cover in history. Word up. (laughs) Hands down. I bought that We're In album, not only for the album cover, but the song It's Your Thing was bumping. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, and that was the first song on the CD. So, I'm listening to It's Your Thing on repeat. I didn't even care about the rest of the album. Just as long as I had my album cover, the pictures I was inside the CD, and It's Your Thing, I was good. And Mercedes so I got gorgeous. A- oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was, like, really gorgeous. Not just, like, cute or pretty. Like, she was, Mercedes was gorgeous. So I got a phone call from a girl I was seeing at that time. This is 2000, 2001, one of the two. 2000. Mm-hmm. So I got a phone call, and I came back in a room, and it was at the end of I Can Tell. Mm. And, you know, I heard Mercedes go, you know, and you ain't got to call me your boo just as bad as you want to fuck, I want to fuck, too. I'm like, oh, what is this? Mm. And I played the track back. And listen, you you could tell I bought the album for issue thing, but shit, after listening, to I can tell that was over. And then it was on the Five Hundred Four Boys album as well. Yeah. <clears throat> now listen, when they threw that on in the club, shirts was coming off, grinding was going to show. People were calling, booking hotel rooms. I never really. Heard the whole album. I always wanted to buy it just for the. the, the, the. I'll email you the album. It's not that great, mm. but you know, the, I can tell it's on that song number four. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> what, what, and then, you know that was her only album too. Yeah. That was she, her only as release. a matter of fact, she released a. Um, she released on Apple Music the other week. Well, Apple Music, Spotify, and anywhere you can get music, a song called I Can Still Tell. Mm. Not as good as the original, but just as good. I think she, if I'm not mistaken, I think she became a lawyer or something she, like yeah, that. Yeah, she quit music, um, she quit the music, got her bar, and was a lawyer in Detroit. Mm, really? Yeah. Is she still in Detroit? Yeah. Get out of here. I kid you not, her name is Ra- um, Raquel Miller. 
Oh my god, so I can find her. I'm gonna find her. How you spell Raquel? Um R A Q U E L E. I'm Oh gosh. I think you just made my day. So check it out. Okay, what's up? You on your number six now, right? Or no, no my number seven? Yeah. My number seven is uh, Naked by Marcus Houston. Oh, man. That was all over the radio. Yeah. And he used another one with the video that was just, uh, yeah, that was for them. Right. That was for them. And here's the thing, though, you know, everybody, you know, he has one of the most underrated voices in R&B. Mm-hmm. You know, back from his immature days, IMX days, into his solo career, his voice is mm-hmm. so underrated. And uh, and that was a song that he made as an adult. Right. He took it from being child acts to uh, an adult act. Right. My head is actually messed up right now because once you told me this, she lives in Detroit, and I'm I live in Detroit. I'm kind of. You know, look at that. Uh, yeah, I am right now. I gotta stop because it's throwing off my throwing me off my game. Let me not think about Mercedes. Okay, right. let's go. Hey, hey, the Marion, <laughs> big brother. Yeah, naked. I mean, you know, that's another straight to the point song. Yes. And it, 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 it was straight to the point. It wasn't too raunchy either, but. The whole course is, you know, I want to see you naked, basically. Right. You know, that was, that was, um, that's just, that got to go on my list. And I actually do like the song. Like, Cause like I said, very subtle to the point. Uh-huh. Well, so. What else do you need from it? Uh-huh. Well, so Marcus, Marcus Chusa actually had a nice voice. It was a little yeah, nasally. His voice is his voice is underrated. Yeah, it's kind of nasally, but it's still it was still good. Right. You know, right. he took it into adult. He tried to take it into adulthood, but I don't know what's going on now. I actually thought he was going to be a bigger star than he was, though. Yeah, it, it happens and it doesn't happen. It's whatever. Yeah, but I thought he would. I thought Hollywood would. I thought Hollywood liked him. Hollywood did like him. The thing about it is, I think what he did, did the was he typecasted himself. Him up? But did huh? the Razzie shit fuck him up? Oh, the Chris Stokes shit. Yeah. Did that yeah, that might have played a part to it. Because none of them really ever got back to where they were after that. Omarion yeah. tried it. Then he had to make a song about eating booty like groceries. Booty like groceries. He kind of just faded away himself. Right. Anytime you're here, there's a love in hip-hop, it's over. Uh, either it's over or it's been over. One but two. then again, you know, I can't say anything because Cardi B started out. Well, she or it's just one. starting. You're like, you could still be a nobody at the end of the day. Some of them get lucky. Though. Oh, got lucky. It could be a good platform or it could be, you know, sort of like the Social Security line. I was about to say, basically, you know, the hip-hop, what is it called? Hip-hop pension. Yeah. So. You know, I think it's I think it's going more towards new artists now. Right. 
Because, uh, you know, that's really all. Everything now is just these. I'm not even going to get on it. Right. You're not going to get on all that. So we'll go to my next track. And that's Tape You by N.E.R.D. Mm-hmm. And if you've never heard that track before, it's about a guy and his girl. And he wants to try new things. And he wants to bring her friend in. In the 8mm. And that was off the album. What was the name of the album? In Search Of. In Search Of. Okay. Now, Tape You... And this may be because I'm such a Pharrell stan. Tape you, in my opinion, was the spotlight on the album. I mean, it was well produced, well sung, and Shay and Pharrell's voice are so similar, you can't tell who's who sometimes. <clears throat> but that track was, you know, just like sex on a stick. <laughs> That's 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 raunchy. Sex on the stick <laughs> is a sports beat, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But you know, you know I won't get too much. To, uh, sing without knowing how to really sing. I don't know if he really can sing. He has a weird voice, but once he does it, you know, it works. It always he works. It works with sing. He could sing, but when he does falsetto, it just ruins everything. But that's what makes it dope. I think that's yeah, his adult. He has a voice like Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. Moby Dick, who can sing, but can't. <laughs> the same went for Old Dirty. Right. Like, you know, Old Dirty's cold-blooded. Uh-huh. Or Good Morning, like, Heartache with Little Mo. Right. It's like, you could oh, sing, but don't do it. <laughs> but I liked it. I like to, I like to hear Dirty sing, especially now. Like you see some live concerts of him singing, and it's 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 it's, it's a pleasure to hear it because he, right. you know he's really feeling it. Whatever you sing, we all do it. Like people who can't sing, your song comes on, you're singing it as loud as humanly possible, and you don't care who doesn't like it. And that's what I was so, I said, if you don't think a singer who can't sing can sing, play "Not Gonna Cry" by Mary J. Blige. I hate Mary's voice. You do? But she could sing and not go and cry. I love Mary's voice. She Like, when she has pain, like, no more drama, she could mm-hmm. sing. You know what it is about Mary's voice? Her voice is a talking, singing voice. Okay. It's, it's, I don't think it's like a belting out Patti LaBelle type or like a strong Whitney. It's like a talking. Right. It's like a talking, singing voice. And right, right. You know, that that's a lot of seventies influence too. You know what I mean? I see, it's like I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Like the chick from Rose Royce. Mm-hmm. There we go. She just had she just had a different kind of voice, so it sounded more angelic. Mary's is Got a it. deeper voice, but it's like, you know. Yeah, you, you get with it. I like Mary. And I always thought she was so fine. I never took anything away from her looks. I love Mary. When I first saw Mary J. Blige, oh my God. I was like, look at this ghetto queen here. Jesus. Oversized baseball jersey, hat to the back. Oh, hat to the back. The the the, the, the high tech boots. Orange hair. Or let's shout stop. out to Mary. Listen, let's let's stop before Tone gets off the phone. <laughs> or I love you, Mary J. Blige. 
Right, right. You know, you could marry me. I ain't gonna. All I need is a little bit of something. I'm two hundred dollars a week. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to be kindu. <laughs> I don't need no chef and all that. You chilling. Right. You chilling. What's your next track, homie? Hey. Uh, sexual by Shy. Right. Straight to the '92, the Shy album. That was a good ass album. It was. They were basically a one hit album wonder. Right. No, I don't I know like what that happened. Blackface album though. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't as good as their self titled debut. No, not at all. You know, you get the sophomore jinx sometime, and some people just can't get away Shake from it. it. <clears throat> yeah, right. that'd be it. But that song is is it's an extra slow ballad, right? And they throw the saxophone in it. It don't get no sexier than that, right? I mean, and remember they use a saxophone and comforter too. Uh, so yeah, that was my. I had to pick between season. those two. I had to pick between that and comforter, but I think I went with uh, yeah. sexual. In '92, that was my dry humping CD. <laughs> like I used to sit there and. Dry grind all the time for that CD. <laughs> my mom started listening to the show like this nasty nigga. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, it was R and B. One thing I people don't realize is, people don't realize when we were younger we couldn't go in the store and buy an album with a sticker on it. You had to right. be sixteen. Like then but, after a while it was just uh, it was free fall. Man, I grew above six foot and. They stopped questioning me. You know what I used to have to do? I used to peel the, the the uh, I used to peel <clears throat> the price off and put it over the sticker and give it to my mother. Word. Because she used to always be like, "Nah, this got cussing in it." So I had to do that with a dog pound and uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Right. After that, she really wasn't caring because you know, a little you older at that point. Yeah. So, you know, and you, you've been cussing since you were six. Like, what can I say? But shout out to Shy though. That first album yeah. was killer. They were they were pretty good singers. So, my next track is "Making Good Love" by Avant. Oh, Baby R. Kelly. Huh? Baby R. Kelly. Oh man, don't you know I don't get down with R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, but you know that's what they was calling them. That's what they was calling them. But. One thing about, you know, Making Good Love was, I think that was the top of the mountain for him. Mm. Because never did he do anything to top that ever again. Mm. He had good songs, though. He had good songs, but nothing to top Making Good Love. Yeah. Like, making, like shit, I'm going I'm to say one name and you'll probably know who it is. Mel Devon. Who? Okay. That was the guy who did The Quiet Storm for Z93. Oh, okay. Like, anytime, anytime Mel Devon said, now here's the bond. I knew what title was. Yeah, I never knew his name. You remember his voice, though, right? Yeah. But, you know, like, around that time, I was boycotting radio. Okay. Yeah, like, I got to the point where people were asked to listen to the radio in the car, so I just took the whole antenna off. Right. 
Yeah, I was I was very much boycotting the radio. Like, yeah, I remember one time. Now. I remember one time radio fucked me up, dude. I met this girl, you know, you know, the one night smash. She's like, you meet at the club, right? Mm-hmm. We were listening to the radio. We were listening to a little Jonte Austin. It was on the radio, and then out of nowhere, the gospel music came on. Oh man! In the middle of your stroke. <laughs> I mean, what you supposed to do at that point? So. You know, I tried to act like I, I didn't hear it and try to stay stroking, but, you know, I was like, no, man. I had to get up and, you know, turn off the radio and I tried to get back into doing my movie. thing, man. I just fucked up the whole movie. Fucked up the whole movie. But, you know, Avant used to, you know, the closest Avant came to that was Read Your Mind. Yeah. I actually like the, that song better. Oh, do you? <clears throat> yeah. Beat-wise. Well, they were on the same CD, though, so... Yeah. I didn't really like the chorus to uh, Making Good Love, because you had that little radio effect in the back. Right. That's what threw it off for me. Got it, got it. And what was the other the song? Um, mm-hmm. she don't that's Donald Jones. Where I Want to Be. Oh, that's Donald Jones? Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, what was the other one? So he had a couple ones I liked. Um, he had that song separated. Separate, so yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, but that ain't for that ain't for the nasty time though. Yeah, but shout out to Avant, you know, making good love. Oh yeah, Baby a lot of were made off of that too. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, my number nine song is by R. Kelly, Text Me Part One and Two, off the twelve play album. Right. Which I got as a Christmas gift. You know, I think I was the third as grade. much as I despise R. Kelly, I can't deny that 12 Play was a great CD. Yeah. It was. And the remixes were better. So. That album but, had the you know, best remixes. But, you know, going on your track, you know, what could be said that hasn't been said about the track? Yeah, like... You know what I liked about it? I liked the part, the fact that it was a part one and two, kind of like an Isley Brothers song. Right. And the beginning was a acapella mm-hmm. with the with the I believe it was was it lightning or thunder in the back of it. It was yeah, um, thunder. Yeah, so he just made a whole quiet storm song already. Right. You know what I mean. Right. And then it was part one and two. It was like eleven right. minutes. The just beat was like good. He, just the way he started it. Oh. What? And it was like a chance. It was a chance for like a song to have its own remix, but not really because it was part one and two. Like I said, like the Isley Brothers did. But even right. part two as its own song is a dope song. Right. You know, because it had more instrumentation and, and it didn't have the acapella in the front. It just went right into it. Baby, take off your clothes and come on. You know, just straight you know to the that, point. You know, like I said, I will give R. Kelly credit for 12 play. Anything after 12 play, I'm like, wow, I can't do that. No, no I lie. Shit. Don't do that to R. I'll R. Give him credit. I'll give him credit for the R album. Give R. Kelly credit up until Double Up. Even though that shit you know wasn't what? that that's, great. That's respectable. It had some shit. Yeah. <clears throat> that's respectable. It had some shit on there. 
I will you give know, him credit I, up until Double Up. That's respectful. Because he never had a bad album. Right. He had. I would say he had ones that were not as liked as the other ones, but but we'll. I'll tell you, up until Double Up, he really was pretty. It was pretty dope. And I will say, I do still, I still, still love the song on TP3 Reloaded. Um, hit it to the morning. So, um, was Sex in the Kitchen on there too? Yeah, yeah, that was on um, TP3. Yeah, yeah, I'll Kelly had some shit. But TP3 had what I said, you know, hit it to the morning with him, Twister, and Do or Die. Mm, Chicago Cats. Right. I will give him credit up until Double Up. I will, you know what, I won't shit on his legacy like that. And to me, when it comes to, like, you know, your sexy playlist, R. Kelly is, for me, a go-to. Like, right. no questions asked. Like, I could have put all his songs, like, 20 of them made, a, made an R. Kelly list, and it would have still been dope, but, you know, I'm not going to do that, but, like, R. Kelly is go-to, especially right. his older shit. I would say basically it's a nice not going the way you want it. R. Kelly's like the clutch shot. Yeah, that's 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 that's, that's your final free throw. If you don't make it, it's over. That's giving it to Curry for the final shot. Yeah. You either gonna get it or game's over. And nine times out of ten, R. Kelly's gonna get it. Nine times out of ten Curry's gonna get it, so you know, that's a good exactly. uh it's it, it's just something about R. Ke- it's just something about R. Kelly that all women's inhibitions just go off each other. We ain't gonna get into that. Uh, what's your next? Um... <laughs> My next track is R. Kelly. Stop doing what the fuck you doing? Like you fucking up. You fucking up. Like you already with that. I I gotta go to it. Like I love that nigga music, but come on, like. Your track record is filthy. Horrible. <laughs> like, you and OJ need to sit the fuck down. Like, Both of y'all. My next track it's like, is um, something. <laughs> distraught with this nigga. And I try not to dig about I try not to dig Like, you say he's a nasty motherfucker, then it's like, damn. Like, you got to change the meaning of nasty for him, like, money. You fifty years old. Filthy. Filthy. What are you doing with yourself? Pedophile. I see them. I see them old fine women at your concerts. But why are you going for the ones? Why are you going for Jonas Brothers fans? Why are you going for? Right. You know what I mean? Leave them those Pedophile. guys alone. You know, yeah, eighteen, nineteen. In your basement. Yeah, come on, word. Like eighteen, nineteen. By all means, that's a grown ass adult. But come on, you know. Their mind ain't mature enough for 14, that. 16. Hey, nigga, yeah. what are you doing? Did you not get bitches in high school? You got a what? What are, you, are you making up for shit you couldn't get? Exactly. They grow <laughs> I can't be one of these people who be like, man, a girl turned 18 every day. Like, oh, my God, go sit your ass up. Right. Please. So I can't stop it. Stop it. Oh, man. And you got the beard now. Really stop it. Once you get the beard, stop messing with them young girls. Right. This they know you bad, are. though. Yeah. <laughs> like, if your brother's sitting there not even wanting to speak on your behalf, you got a problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real problem. My brother would speak for me for anything. 
I say, Mark, I murdered two people. I need you to speak for me. You know, speak for me. My brother will sit there and take the stand. Yeah, who gonna take a stand for somebody with a track record like that though? Like, eh, caught on video, pissing on bitches. Yeah, just Come too on, much. Okay. <laughs> Let me finally go into my next track. <laughs> my next track is "Sweet Love" by One Twelve. Mm. And that was on the Part Three album. Was that their last album? No, that was their last album on Bad Boy. Okay. Before they signed to Def Jam. Oh, did, did that Def Jam album do anything? What, part three? Yeah. Part three debuted at number one, um, not number one, number one on the Billboard R&B charts and number two on the Billboard 200. It the sold Def Jam double album? platinum. Huh? The Def Jam album? Oh, no, their Def Jam album? Nah, their mm. Def Jam album. Oh, yeah. Nah. One went but aluminum and the group. other one, is it one went aluminum and the other one butter? Yeah, I don't know what kind of happened to them. I guess they just, you know, no, it can happen to anybody. You just, uh huh. Did he blackball the hell out of them? Because who was Q's solo album on? Was that on Def Jam or was that on Bad Boy? Um, that was when the on, Q was Slim. Um, it was Slim. Mm-hmm. That was on J Core. Okay, J Core. What the fuck? What? Yeah, it was J Core is the equivalent of what was that? Um. Koch. Oh, okay. Yeah, J-Core is the equivalent of Koch. Shout out to Koch for giving a lot of people deals and their albums being fire. Right. A lot of good albums came out on Koch and Landscape. Like, Koch gave you the money up front. <laughs> and they, and if they ever paid you. Yeah, they, they gave you the money up front. And what? And you did your thing. You got you know, to make the album the that you wanted to make. Mm-hmm. And get money for it. Exactly. You know? <clears throat> a lot so of people Jake, were saying it was getting $10 a record on cops. Right. Like when everybody else Master, was getting 18 cents. Master P released one album on cops, and that was um, Good Side, Bad Side, right? Yeah, it was already over for him, though. Yeah, it was already over for him, but still, Master P, he said, you know, I was getting $12 a CD over at college. Mm-hmm. So, All he needed to sell was 100000 That's it. Wow, that's $1.2 million, right? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, but Sweet Love by um, 112, that was on a Part 3 album, their last great album, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So... And that's well, yeah. the bedroom banger. Um, would you say that was like their best song like that? No. You know? Anywhere was. Anywhere. Yeah. Shout out to uh, 112. They, they, they oh, made big like, shout out to 112. Honestly, they, they were like, one of my favorite parts of the Bad Boy reunion tour. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You you went to it? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all I'm sure. Okay, okay, okay. Bad Boy Reunion. The Bad Boy Reunion tour. Like, this this is going to sound weird. I tell my brother this all the time. I said, I'm the same nigga that walked out on Carl Thomas when he was doing Summer Rain. Yeah, you, saw, you told me that. I had to piss. 
I mean, if you go, if you gonna walk out on somebody, sorry, Carl. I, sh- I should have walked out. Either you or Mario Winans. It's either you or Mario Winans. I should have walked out on Faith. Her performance is terrible. Oh, really? Yeah. You ain't gonna get into all that. I should have walked out on Faith, but <laughs> I had to piss. I mean, you gotta go. You gotta go. And you know, I was so pissed that I missed Carl Thomas' summer rain, but you could hear it from the bathroom. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, you were good. You you heard it. It was live still. Ronald Isley was in the bathroom, by the way. So shout out to Ronald Isley. Shout out to Ron. That nigga didn't wash his hands though. Nah. No. Well, you know he might be on that sugar free shit. I wash my hands before I touch my dick. So you know, I gave him an elbow, but that was it. I was about to touch your hands, nigga. <laughs> nigga, you just got done touching your dick. I'm good. Man, we ain't doing so, that. What's your next track? Number ten, Jodeci, Alone. That's off for Diary of a Mad Band. This nigga started the song out. Girl, where is our child? Send them to your mothers for a while. <laughs> you already know what time it is. Exactly. Like, if you getting the kids out the house, <laughs> come All on. my friends are gone. You know I sent them home. Mm-hmm. This man said, girl, I live for you. I don't give a fuck about the news. Man, please turn off the TV. And if you, if give, you give a, a damn, damn about, about me, me, I want to hear your mom. I want Word. Let's be alone. Straight, simple, and to the point. Perfect. Perfect song. My favorite song off the album. Word? Yeah, alone. Definitely. Nope. Even now, back in the day, nope, it was alone ever since the album came out. It was just that beat. It had like a heavy bass. Like a lot of R&B songs didn't have that heavy bass. Alone had it. And, and it just stood out to me. And Devontae at the beginning, lay back, baby. She's like, what? Mm-hmm. And back there talking. Right. You know, no, Jonesy but- is kind of an, another go-to group like R. Kelly. And it's funny because my next song is from Jersey. Mm. So, and that's What's freaking that? you. Freaking you. Another song with an epic opening. Mm-hmm. This nigga said, every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny. Like, what? And that was kind of like, nobody wasn't saying shit like that on the record. Right. Not no on d Especially not on a radio song. I can't get you off my mind because sex and you is all I need. Like what? That was on uh, Diary of a Mad Band too, right? No, that was on the show at the party at the hotel. Okay, okay, okay. What was that? Just the title. The show, the after party, the hotel. Hotel. That ended up being their last last album as a group. They had an album after that? Yeah, they had a Back to the Future, which was released last year. Oh, who cares? That's oh, terrible. Yeah, we ain't even, I didn't even think about that. Right. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Jody. So I think the the Casey and JoJo solo shit and, you know, abuse, substance abuse. I was going to say, Devontae was out there, you know, beating niggas. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what out there Devontae abusing drugs. Casey and JoJo was out there doing drugs and drinking. Falling out on stage. Getting Mary J. Bryce hooked on shit, from what they say. 
You got my woman hooked on some shit. Uh, she 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 came out clean. Yeah, she did. <clears throat> Give but, her that. Know, a lot of people can't do that. Here's the thing, man. You know, being a bad boy is an R and B. Like, I mean, there was like the original like bad boys, like '90s bad boys with the leather and the tattoos. And you know they were the first people to work with both Puff and Tupac without causing any friction. Mm. And they were um they were talented. They was a real talented group. Oh yeah, they were. Real talented. Need to notice I said work. Mm. But then um then Devonte kind of mentored Timberland. He did. Yeah. He taught him how to produce. He was his mentor, and remember when I said he was beating niggas? Mm-hmm. He was literally lining, you know, Timberland and Magoo, Missy, um, Genuine, like slapping, you know, slapping them up. This is how we do things, mm-hmm. so on and so on. Mm. Like beating niggas. Devontae's out here being dug down, huh? Right. Like, if you ever listen to Stevie J tell the story, they were just like, yo, slap Stevie too. And Steve's like, look, any of y'all niggas put y'all hands on me. What? I'm grabbing the heater. You know what I said? Yeah. So, what's your next track? Um, <clears throat> We got number 11. This is Janet Jackson, Warmth. Warmth. If you never heard this song, by Janet Jackson. Please go check it out. And how do you feel about it? Janet giving instructions on how to suck dick. Word. Like look downstairs. Go downstairs. Like this is this is something that's yeah. unreal. Uh huh. Because you know you expect this out of Janet, but you don't expect this out of Janet. Yeah. Like miss any time, any place. <laughs> yeah, this was like. Totally, you're not expecting that from a Jackson, right? At all. Like it was odd enough. Damn, Michael saying he had sex with Lisa Marie. Mm-hmm. Now you got Janet over here telling you how to suck a dick, <laughs> and she just made it so beautiful. Oh yeah, her voice and everything. You know, that girl Yes. Well, like shout out to Jermaine Dupri for that. You supposed to call me? I supposed to say hi. Oh, I know. Shout out to my cousin B for being a cop. I was gonna say that B. Yeah. Ask B what happened Sunday night, man. Oh, uh, did you say what happened Sunday night with the Biggie shit? Oh, my bad. I passed out. Passed out. I hate that nigga. Oh, my bad. I passed out. <laughs> yeah. Tell him, tell him you better review Scarface's the diary. Yeah. Trying to pass passing out for some shit he suggested. Right. You know, it's all good though. Tell him he better studies for Scarface's the diary. Scarface the diary Sunday. Okay. Yep. I gotta go back and review it myself. Anyway, nine o'clock. Yeah, this nigga's gonna fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, most likely. But let's get back to one. Where? Back to Janet. I just had to, yeah. 
Janet. Mm. Shout out to shout out to Demita Joe. Yeah. That was a good pretty good album. Word. But Warmth was just like like I said, unexpected from a Jackson. Right. Especially the shit she was saying. And I can't even like, this is shit you I, expect to come out of Latoya's mouth. Not even Latoya, just Lil' Kim. Right. Right. Of some down the street. I don't know. I'm gonna find out though. I'm gonna find out right now. I refuse to believe that Janet wrote that shit. I mean, I'm sure like Janet ain't no angel. I'm I'm positive you know, she she dated Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, well, I don't know how and why, but you know, shit happens. That nigga's one of the luckiest niggas in the world. The luckiest little ugly leprechaun. Boy. The luckiest. That nigga's hey, head look like mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Let me see if I can find out who wrote that. You know I had to say something, man. Uh, Nigga's teeth still space. I look like his tongue's in jail. And he only, like, what, four foot something? I think he's 5'1". Damn. I think he's 5'1 and the brass 5'3. That's short. And Bow Wow, what is it? Bow Wow's like 5'5? Five five? Somewhere in between that. Can't be too much. Right. Stop picking on people because you're 6'12. I am not 6'12, I'm 6'6. Six six. <laughs> this is tall enough. That was written by. Let me see who's the writer. The writer says. Yeah, where'd it go? Jackson Harris and Lewis. So, damn Jimmy. With Jimmy Jam and Terry. Janet might have wrote the song. Yeah. Because, oh, oh, man, you know what? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. She most likely did. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. And we see she is. Right. Uh, For my next next track is Joe, All the Things Your Man Won't Do. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the cheating anthem right there. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the the, the whole Your Bitch Chose Me anthem. Right. Like, this nigga said, show me to the subway, I'll go down. <clears throat> you know you know this bitch got a man. Mm-hmm. That's a cheating anthem right there. You know you about to go to somebody's girl's house. You play that track. And you play it more than once. Exactly. <laughs> more than once. That girl would love it. What album was that off of? Um, All That I Am. Okay. Joe. What happened to Joe? Like a Ninja Turtle on a cover. Yeah, what happened to Joe? Uh, Joe released a dope CD last year called Mr. Thomas. Oh, really? Yeah, Joe's still releasing music. Okay. Good music at that, like urban contemporary music. That's what's up. So, I always did like Joe. <laughs> I got to go he, back he, to uh, Janet real quick, though. Okay, go ahead. This is what just made the song, like, 
crazy. She said, she said, kissing on your neck, rubbing on your leg, slide a little further up. I feel you get erect. <laughs> what is Janet doing talking like that? This bitch. She, she had to wait till Michael died. No, the oh Joe was released when he was still alive. Yeah, he was still alive. I'm sure my was like, Janet, what the, what, what the fuck are you doing? What are you, what you talking Janet. about? What are you talking about? <laughs> that that yeah. probably killed him. That bad shit. I'm sure it gave a couple people a heart attack. What? I mean, Man, if a girl, Joe's still alive. Man, if a girl put that song on for you, it's like, okay. You might as well give her a hair tie. Yeah, you might as well, you know, do something. Right. No waste, no time. Shirt off, everything off. But, um... Back yeah. to Joe. Back to Joe. But, um, one thing I can say about Joe is he's horrible in concert. Really? Honestly. <clears throat> well, you know, everybody ain't that good at a uh, live performance. Like, he opened for Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. Janelle, Janelle killed the set, but Joe, I was so disappointed. Mm. Like, he he was so winded, and then he's like, hey, can I send you your girl? Tired of yeah. Joe was like, uh, that was his first album that song came off of, right? No, it was the second album. His first album was self-titled. Was it? Mm-hmm. No, his first album was called Everything. Hmm. Well, yeah, with everything. They had I'm in Love. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other track? I'm in Love with You said this came off for All That I Am, right? Yeah, yeah All That, that I was Am. The, and that was the, the 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 first track of the album. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how your album opened. <laughs> like, this nigga just went straight to the point. <laughs> straight to it. This is what this album is about. But they're trying to steal your that. girl. It was. It was. So. It, it, you know, he had, he had a nice little run. <clears throat> nice little run at the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But so. people don't realize his first album came out in 93. 96? Or 93. 93. <clears throat> 93. He was on Mercury. What was the name? Oh, wait. All or, all or Nothing. I said it. Yeah. What? It, um, the second single released off of his um, everything album. Okay, I don't remember that. All or nothing. Yeah, I, don't was my shit. I don't remember nothing from that album. You don't know <clears throat> the song I'm in love? Mm-mm. Oh well, it's okay. Maybe if I go back and listen to it, maybe I didn't know it was Joe because it came out in '93 and I was right. You know, we we're eleven. Trying to. Yeah, you know, I was trying to protect my neck, and Wu Tang Clan wasn't nothing to fuck with. Man, look, uh, these are my dry humping songs. <laughs> like you what? Know, once ninety three, once ninety three came around, I, I didn't. I don't think I bought another R and B album until. Um, <clears throat> Probably R Kelly's R album. No, I didn't buy that either. Oh shit. I, I bought uh, the blue cover. Um, what was the blue cover with uh, with with um? You remind me. Yeah, what was that? That was self-titled. Uh, 
That was subtitle, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the 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 next uh, R&B album I bought after I you know decided that it was just hip hop from now on. Word. Yeah, still like my you know I still like songs, but as far as buying it, nah, I was not happy. Shout out to R. Kelly for being R&B CB that don't buy. Yep. Nasty where we at now? Damn bastard. Uh, where we at number twelve? Yeah. Uh, H-Town, they like it slow. I was just making fun of this song earlier. Why? Because you would be like, and the guys are bunny, go, go. <laughs> H-Town, it was, it, was, it was dope, though. This nigga said, you know they don't like that rat-a-tat? Damn right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Pump the sass that ain't go go. Right. Uh, you know, that's just another just straight up. It's just made for this type of conversation and list. It's straight fucking. Yeah, straight up. Like, you know, with a guideline. Just slow it down a little bit. Yeah. Don't you know they like it slow? Now, listen, I don't care how slow you like it. Sometimes you just want to be in and out. Yeah. Sometimes there ain't no no time for nothing but a quickie. Yeah. So you know that this song could go both ways. Like it could be that sexy song, or it could be like that love making song. Because you know they don't like that red attack. Yeah. Damn right. (laughs) Lord. Because a fast car don't go far. Right. The lyrics was dumb as hell. Like, when you look back at it, it was just the simplest shit. No, because I was listening to your playlist, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just energizer, bunny, go, go. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to I H-Town, man. I died by myself in my store, man. Hey, shout out to H-Town. Shout out to they was H-Town. Doing we said that early in the show, but we'll say it again. Yeah, once again, rest in peace to Dino. Damn it, Dino. I think he and was his girl was pregnant, too. Yeah. Car yeah. accident, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember exactly how old he was, but he was he was a young cat. I think he was 28. Yeah, it was young. Yeah, it was young. You know, and, I, and, and then at that point in time, he actually was, like, changing, trying to get away from the super sexual shit. Right. Like, their last album was pretty, you know, it had its, its stuff edition. on there, but, yeah, but it was it was a little more grown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when they came out, they were 18, 19, and shit, they were saying it was dirty. Yeah. Relatively, did, rel- relatively records didn't know what to do with them, though. Nah. All they wanted was but, like knocking the boot shit. Mm-hmm. But they, but they were talented, to their, too, though. They wanted like, to sit there and, you know, shine away from all that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you listen to the Women's Edition CD, there was songs about domestic violence. There were songs mm-hmm. about, you know, keeping your head up and, you know, you're a strong black woman, so on and so on. It was a great CD. Was it Women's Edition? Not Ladies' Edition, not that one. Um, it was called Imitations of Life. I thought that was their second CD. <clears throat> this one came out 04. No, their second CD was Begging After Dark. 
No, the Duncan After Dark was um was that that's an actual CD? Album. Yeah, that's the yeah, second album. for the flavor, Begging After Dark. Um, women's edition. Ladies edition. Ladies edition. Ladies edition. Yeah. Uh huh. That had like ways to treat a woman. That had they like it slow too. You know, which was a it wasn't exactly knocking the boost, but it was still like borderline. You know what I mean? Right. Their style. Yeah, because that's but what the label wanted. Yeah, but the imitation of life. That was the album that was like more grown up. I can't say that I you know have that one. I didn't either. Okay, so, yeah, I didn't have it. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the only song I liked, it wasn't really too much off that I liked. So, it wasn't too much. But, yeah, shout out to H-Town, man. Yeah. What we got with yours? Um, my next one is Red Light Special by TLC. Mm. TLC. Like, Rest in peace to Left Eye Lopez. Right, rest in peace. Man, damn, so many people dying. Yeah, man. Like, how many men want to hear, you know, I'll give you the red light, red light special all through the night. And if you know what mm. the red light district is, yeah, that's the sex district in Amsterdam. Right. Once you what red light, you already know what time it is. You already know you're getting your dick wet. Something. Something getting wet. Right. So, you know, we don't even have to cover this one too, you know, too much because it's self-explanatory. Red light special. Mm-hmm. And it's a big song. Everybody should know that one. And, you know, Chili did her thing towards the end. t Vars with her mm-hmm. raspy voice did her shit. Mm-hmm. She's another That's one with a talking background. voice. She's like That's a talking background. So that, it was just such a great song. And, you know, again, slow tempo. Mm-hmm. And beaten. <laughs> yep, basically. All through the yeah. night. There we go. What's your next track? Um, R. Kelly, Feeling on Your Booty. What, what can I say? It's R. Kelly. Like, he, he, Mr. Dan. you know, he dominates, the, he dominates a lot of, I play like, you know, it's R. Kelly. You know, and you know what I can say about the song? It was another song that was direct, you know, hey, look, I'm mm-hmm. in town for the weekend. This is oh, what yeah, I want yeah, what's happening? What's going down? Exactly. The remix sucked. That's one yeah. thing I could say. Like, I always praise him for his remix. His remix on that? Nah. Yeah, Especially at the end when he was, like, laughing, you know. He knew it was stupid, so he had to laugh himself. Uh-huh. We ain't even going to talk no more about R. Kelly. Let's go, like, you know, he's been on this list a good bit. All right, so we'll go to my next track. And that silk would freak me. Okay. As, again. Freak me, baby. This nigga said, these niggas said, let me look you up and down till you say stop. Until you say motherfucking stop. Every woman I've been with don't know the word stop. That's a lot of licking. You know? <laughs> That's a lot let me play with your body, baby. Get you real hot. Let me do all the things you want me to do. But there was only one thing that bothered me about the song. What's that? When G was singing. No, not G. Mm-hmm. G was the one doing the background vocals. When um, Derek was singing, he was like, baby, can't you understand? And he would do this little breathe. Like, <laughs> right after he was done. 
That, that's considered an old school track. Now, what, what year did that come out? 93. Yeah, a lot of people might not know that, but that was a big song. Huge. Like, maybe, again, uh, you know, maybe not already. Yeah. So, so it was, there was a dope group, though. When I got of age, I couldn't wait to fuck to that song. Oh, word. That's that shit. That's not dry humping anthem. <laughs> so, what's your next track? Oh, uh, Floetry. Say yes. Again, females who know what they want. Yeah. A ballad, too. Right. And they were just saying, hey, look, all you got to do is say yes. Word. It's nothing like a love-making ballad. Right. You know, like a lot of, a lot of quote-unquote nasty songs, they're more rough, and this one was, it was a beautiful ballad. Like, the way it was sung, it didn't, you know what I mean? I can't even explain it. It, it, it was nothing vulgar about it, but you already knew what it was. Right. You know? And Marsha Ambrosius has a beautiful voice. Yeah, her voice, it like, it could go up and down at the same time, like a songbird. Right. And their, their, and their writing skills. Oh, of course. Top notch. Top notch. They wrote Butterflies by Michael Jackson. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. And they actually had their own version of it. I'm, I'm fucking mind blown right now. Yeah. When you listen to it, it sounds like them. Think about butterflies in your head. It sounds like poetry. Word. Mm-hmm. Like, shout out to poetry. Shout out to them. Where were they from? They were from England? London. 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 Yeah, they 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 they, they were like game changers too. Right. Like you, you really didn't have a lot of females who wrote their own shit and did it well. Right. And they had the flow of the lyrics. Yeah. They were like uh, <clears throat> flowetic. So what? What male group can we say was like that? A rapper and a singer, kinda. Uh, shit. Like a Belle DeVoe almost. Pretty much, yeah. But but more. Strictly, strictly straight to R&B. Like, the way she did it, with it, it was more like poetry. So it wasn't like really rapping. It was like a song with a poem in the middle. or You know what I mean? Right. Like, the song, um, the song Floetic was dope. Mm-hmm. But so then they came with Say Yes. Right? When they came with Say Yes, like, people didn't really look at them as sex symbols. But right. they, that song was a sexy song. Right. You know, it, it could be for a man or a woman, like anybody. You know, a lot of times people won't listen to certain songs because it's a woman's song or a, a quote-unquote this. But that song, like, it's for anybody. It was universal. It's just that. Yeah, very universal. Word. <clears throat> so, my next track is Beauty by Drew Hill. Drew Hill. And it's so funny because this is Drew Hill's first inclusion. Mm. Like I like Drew Hill, but I, I, I couldn't really think of a song I could put on my list. 
beauty about Blue Hill, it was just like very slow melodic tempo. Had the piano, mm-hmm. you know, floating piano. The background vocals were dope. Uh huh. Like, honestly, I think Drew was a good group. I think this is their second best track behind them covering the beautiful ones with uh, Mariah Carey. Princess mm-hmm. Beautiful Ones. Mm-hmm. Like, that is so underrated, you know, for, for, for a Drew Hill track. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not like they shitted on Princess Version either. Nah. But Beauty by Drew Hill. Man, look. If you can't get the draw to that, your game is weak. <laughs> I'm telling you that now. Like, this is your get-out-of-jail-free card. This is your 100% pussy card. <laughs> okay. So what's your next trick? Well, uh, Ain't Marie, Nothing Like You. Nothing Like Loving You. Nothing Like Loving You, yeah, yeah. Nothing Like Loving You. And you know what made that song so dope? Like, it was a real bluesy, bassy track. And her voice, you know, trying to be. be I like the so way it just started. Like yeah. It just started. It just like started. Yeah. And it, it it was just it was so smooth. And the chorus was dope with her overdubbing herself. Uh huh. <clears throat> like that was a and nice one, nice song. One thing I could say about it is it reminded me of you know like the mid-80s R&B tracks, you know, at the end of the course, was like, loving you. Uh, what? And I'm a sucker for ballads. That's my thing. Right. But like, that song was ballads. so fucking good. Yeah, it was like a powerful song, but it wasn't. <clears throat> but it was like one of those soft power songs. And honestly, that song suited her voice. Yeah, it did. It, it, I can't picture anybody else singing it. Not me either. That, like that, that had to go on my list, and that's a song I, I recently heard. Is it? Yeah, like within in the last year. Like I bought her CD for "Why Don't We Fall in Love," which was the first song on the album. Mm-hmm. And nothing like loving you is number two. And I remember not getting past "Nothing Like Loving You" for about a month. It was the best song on the album. Oh yeah, of course. It might be her best song. Might be her best song. Period. I would not argue that. Yeah, it might might very well might be, and this is a great I, song. I would not argue that. I think a lot of women might know that song, but as far as men, they might know it. That's one to listen to. Right. I put that so, up there with like love say yes. I put that. Yeah, I said um. Yes. Yeah, man. I, I said, calling me by back, you have to listen to Nothing Like Love You by Amory. You have to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So, man, so back to, great um, song. I, I I didn't sing it already, but I have a go-to song. Mm-hmm. I didn't say my go-to song yet, but would you say Beauty was your go-to song by Drew Hill? By Drew Hill? Yeah, was that your go-to song? Yeah, that's my song? go-to song for Drew Hill. Okay, I mean, for, for your whole list, is that your, like... Oh. My whole list, if you're trying to go to and you're trying to do something, no, nah, that's, let's, that's Let's Make Love Tonight by the Icy Brothers. Okay, that's your go-to song. That's my go-to song. Okay, okay. Look, if you want to get some guaranteed pussy, 
That's the go-to song. Okay. My next song. Oh, we on your song, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we on you. Sixteen. Sweet Lady by Tyrese. Tyrese. Like, there's nothing like, you know, everybody knows this song. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't even have to speak on it too long because, honestly, the song did what it was supposed to do. That's just letting you know, yeah. look, this is my lady. This is my bitch. Um, you know, I'm there when she needs me, and she, I'm there when she needs me, and she's there when I need her, so. Mm-hmm. It's it's might be his, it might be his most recognizable song. Mm, I would say yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely that, like one of his most that popular signs songs. of love making or why you um why are you gonna act like that? Mm-hmm. Top three Tyrese. Yeah, definitely. Shouts out to Black Tie. Right. You know the rock didn't like your C D. And he's a good ass actor too. Like I gotta give it up to Tyrese. I think he's, he's a, a great actor. actor. I think he's a great actor. Like when I first saw Baby War, I was like, "Oh, this nigga's terrible." Until I got older. Mm-hmm. Once I got older, I understood it. I was just like, "Yeah, this is great." Mm-hmm. So shout out to Tyrese. Big shout out to Tyrese. What's your next track? Adina Howard, Butt Naked. Butt Naked. And that was on the album cover where she was like standing with um, no shirt on in front of the microphone, right? I believe so. Uh, with the big Afro puff. Yeah, looking all good as she wanted to look. Shout out to Adina Howard, Howard, too. I love Adina Howard. Everybody thinks she's a one hit wonder with freak like me, but shit, they don't know her discography. And she actually could sing. Yes. And this song this was like... T-shirt and panties over here. Yeah. But this song was like a slow ballad. Right. <clears throat> but it was straight to the point. Like she said, the neighbors damn sure going to hear us tonight. Right. <laughs> I know you're going to do some eating at my table tonight. What? Shout out to you, Howard. With your Lord nasty Hammer. ass. For your real. nasty ass. Whew. Yeah, that was that was that was one of my early like that was one of my crushes definitely. So, yeah, man, definitely. That's a good track too. Yeah. Very underrated. Yeah, you know, I think her second album got overlooked. Her second and third CD got overlooked. That's from her third album. Mm Mhm. So shout out to Adina Howard. Yeah. I still love you, girl. All right. My next track is Take It From Here by Justin Timberlake. Mm. And that was on his first CD. No. What was the name of that CD? Um, Justified. Justified. Now, Justin Timberlake had a lot to prove to me, you know, when he released his first album. Mm-hmm. Because at first I was just like, oh, man, what the fuck is he doing? Releasing a song with the clips? Mm-hmm. I was like, ain't nobody want this poser, you know, this poser-ass motherfucker here. But when I heard mm-hmm. the CD, I was like, you know what? He's down. He's invited to the barbecue. Mm-hmm. 
but the song taken from here is just like you know just the admiration of one woman and you know he's just like you know this is all I want to be for you I want to be everything you are to me and Timberland has a part on that that has a bridge where he starts like singing and I'm just like you know what this shit right here rocks and it's a fucking Huh? And it's a fucking smooth-ass sex song. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout-out to JT. If y'all haven't heard this track by Justin Timberlake, I don't care what y'all do. Y'all can say y'all, you know, hate Justin, fuck Justin, whatever. You can't sleep on this track. Mm-hmm. Take it from here by Justin Timberlake. It's on the sex list. I'll give you that information at the end of the show. <laughs> What's your next track? Back to R. Kelly. You remind me of something. Oh. You remind me. You sure remind him of jail time. Or everybody no, knows that song. We're not going to get into it. Go to your song. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, let me let me just say one thing about the song. What's that? Just the fact that, you know, you're comparing her to, you know, just simple things, you know, something like my bank account, I want to spend it. Mm-hmm. Something like my sound, I want to bump it. I'm like, what? I want to. He made bitches feel special with some simple shit. Or inanimate objects. Right. And and it worked. Oh, it did. It definitely worked. Now, my next track is Go by Mario. Mario. This is the fastest tempo song I have on my list. It's an up-tempo song, but he makes his directions clear. So what album was it Even on? in the... Huh? What album was it on? It's on the um, Go album. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's the title track. Even in the okay. chorus, he says, I want to fuck you like no other. Mm. Like, the track is simple to the point. I see you. You like me. I like you. Let's get down to business. Yeah, that's all we need to say. And that's that's all I need to say about this track. Just listen to it. So I'm play this. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. Just listen to it. So I'm play this. Uh what's your next track, homie? Kevin Campbell. How do you even say You got sh- to break it on down? Or that's all right there? Like, he was 17 at the time, but he made his directions clear. Yeah. That's definitely a timeless song. Yes. What? Oh, you're talking to somebody else. Downstairs. Downstairs. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody who probably was made off of one of these songs. Right. (laughs) Shout out to the kids. All the kids. kids. (laughs) Baby making music. Yeah. I have no kids, but you know. Right. Don't love the kids. I'm not a kid. Don't love the kids. Not in the R. Kelly way either. Since I got a lot of R. Kelly. No, no, no. Not that way. Yeah, not in the R. Kelly way. But the song, that right there was him, Babyface, and Prince. That's like an incredible team. I'm about to say, two dynamic producers. 
two different kind of producers. But it worked. Oh. And it worked well. And then Babyface was a songwriter, too. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a classic song. Like, that song and is timeless. At first, Babyface said he was, you know, afraid to give it to Tevin because it was, for his age, too mature mm-hmm. of a topic. But shit, but he killed that track. He killed it. Murdered it. He definitely killed it. And that's probably his most well-known track. One of them. Yeah, I, I say his most that, well-known track is um, "Can We Talk." Yeah, I think, but maybe this was—I would say not his well-known, but I definitely his best. To right. me, this is this is his most grown track today. Yeah, and he wasn't grown. Shout out to Tevin Campbell. Yeah, wherever he's at right now. Uh, Jack and Malcolm Baffert. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he got caught for. <laughs> Masturbating in the bathroom. <laughs> it's just that you do that out there. Like, they had to sink in for a second. You know. That's what he got caught for. Yeah, Tevin Campbell did the PV Herman shit. In a public bathroom. You couldn't wait uh, till yeah. you got home. But like, damn, what like, what happened? Like, it just something. Like, what you was listening to your own song? Or it's something. Just, what did you see? Hey, how are you gonna go on a dinner date and jack off in the bathroom? Like, what? Yeah, that's just, who does like, that? You had that much time? Like, nah, I'm just wanting this one out real quick. Ain't nobody gonna know. Who does that? And how did you get caught in a public bathroom? Like, were you at the urinal just doing that? Like, yeah, it's just like lock the do- lock the stall door. Hey, what's going on? <clears throat> what? <laughs> How did that play out? Were there no doors in the stall? Like, come on, dog. Come on. Like, who's the person to tell on you? Like, right. And how did that work? <laughs> hey, I saw somebody got some jacking off. <laughs> like, I don't know if they were jacking off, but I, it definitely sounded like it. Those look like his shoes right there because you can't see his face. Hey, like go go in there and see what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tevin Campbell though. Your career never recovered after that. No, I definitely didn't. So definitely didn't. But you're getting them Paisley Parks royalty checks, so Yep. It's all that matters at the end of the day. So <laughs> my next Check song. On. Goes to an artist whose real name is Schaefer. Mm. Yeah, that's Neo. Neo song Mirror. Mm. This nigga said, I love making love in front of a mirror so I can look at you enjoying me. That's some real freaky shit. Like what? Yeah, that's some real freaky shit right there. So, I mean, if you've never heard this song before, Skip everything on the list and listen to this. <laughs> what album was that on? Um, it was on his first album. Okay. What was the name of his first album? Was it Neo? No, it wasn't Neo. It was like... I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> but... Go ahead and talk. Because it was the album that had stay on. That was uh, was that in my own words? In my own words, yeah, that's it. 
Yeah. What else was on that album? Um, here's a song called Sexy Stay, Love. Sexy Love, and So Sick was on that album, too. Mm-hmm. Great songwriter, too. Great songwriter. A good, a great song performer. mirror. Word. That's, that's just the one for you, huh? That's the one. Neo. Neo ain't checking off in the bathroom, nigga. Oh, come on. <laughs> now, I'm just, you know, you never know. You never know nowadays. R. Kelly pissing on bitches. Shit. What you call Kevin Campbell jacking off in bathrooms. D'Angelo tried to pick up a a cop trying to a get some cop. from heroin. Yeah. Yeah. And he's talking about D'Angelo too. Yeah. That's what he looked like. O D B. He definitely looked like an O D B. Right. <laughs> If not the ODB, he definitely was an ODB. Right. Well, Shout like, out to D'Angelo, too. Yeah. yeah I'm and sure he can make a comeback. With some heroin. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. What's your next track? Um, Another H-Town track, Full-Time Lover. This is not like part, part two. Of, nah, this is Full-Time Lover. This is like part two. This is them running out of ideas. But it's actually a good ass song. <clears throat> you know, I think I listen to, you know as I listen to it also. I think it was more so them being grown, like you know, fuck the part time shit. I'm full time. Exactly. You know, he's ready to work an overtime shift. <laughs> yeah, and and help you around the house, and then right. that, you know, that's that's another like eight like, thousand. They graduated from you know being. <laughs> Boyfriend and girlfriend are living lovers. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm here forever. This is what I'm going exactly. to do. Again, shout out to Dino, man. Or rest in peace, Dino. Because I believe he actually did the the track to that. Yeah, he did most of the songwriting too. Yeah. A good producer too. Exactly. They were actually exactly. in the uh, they were in the band in high school. Yeah, they were in a band in high school, and also um, they had a um, CD that was released that wasn't under the moniker H-Town. I forget. It was like Three Grown Men. It was, it, it was like a fucked up name. Yeah. They were, they were talented. They were very talented. Oh, very talented. So Where were we at? Um, You're like, uh, we're on my number 19. 19. And that's Love You Down by Ready for the World. That's my <clears throat> shit. Another song that's guaranteed to get you some draws. If you can't fuck off of this track, your game is too weak. I think that should be your go-to song. Nah, that's not my go-to song. I said, let's make love tonight. That's my go-to song. Oh, love yeah, You Down is yeah. basically you already inside the draws. Yeah. You're not Ready for the world. Down. Huh? Ready for the world. Yeah, you you knocking them walls down. How did this shit go? It, it said, let me love you down. Yeah, but it was something about I can do what guys their age can do. He was knocking down an older woman. Yeah. Like, that's just, that was, that was a, that song is just timeless. Oh, of course. 
Ready for the world with the Jerry curls, the greasy lips. I was about about to say um, oversaturation on chapstick. (laughs) The the little Richard Pancake 32 makeup. And not only that, they got them pencil thin mustaches. Oh my goodness, the 80s was definitely flamboyant as shit. How How dare you wear a damn bandana with a Jerry curl? Well, you can't wear that bandana again. <laughs> you sure as fuck can't? Sure. What you gonna do? Shine your tire after that? <laughs> Wipe off the, the, the dust off the coffee table? Something. Yeah, that's done. That's done. You can't even, can you wash that grease out? And then they had the open shirts and shit showing all that taco meat on their chest. Oh, man. Shout out to the 80s for the Jerry Curls. Right. Everybody wanted to have good hair in the 80s. And Jerry Curl made it possible. Yeah, until that thing fried your hair all the way up and you had to cut it off because you just couldn't afford to buy no more grease. And you was fucking up your grandma's couch. I was going to say, I wonder how many pillows were bought in the 80s. Oh, my. Just, just thrown away. <laughs> Pillow sales had to be sky high. How many car interiors were messed up? Because cars didn't used to have cloth and vinyl. Like, yeah. vinyl was too hot. So, they was fucking up some seats. Fucking up cars. Fucking up their vision when they sweated. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If you had a Jerry Curl, you had to bring the Jerry Curl cap in the car. Either put it on or put it on top of the headrest. One of the two. And there was niggas in the NBA with Jerry Curls. Oh, my goodness. The biggest and, defensive and the, move ever was shaking your head. For real. And then the, the S-curl after that. Shout out to A.C. Green. Shout out to Dominique Wilkins. Exactly. Uh, 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 Deion Sanders. Oh, man. I know Deion uh, has a bunch Sosa. of fuck-up helmets. Oh, wow. Yeah, Deion. And nobody want to wear a helmet after that, nigga. Shout out to Jermaine Jackson for being the greasiest nigga alive. What Chris Rock say? Every time we come on the screen, he got a white screen. Yo, Jermaine Jackson's hairstyle is unexplainable. His hairstyle? Yeah, you ever? It's a I'm tattoo. Your picture. It's, yeah, but it changes. It's never the same hairline. No, and, it's a tattoo now. Yeah, but the top is still like the S curl, and then the sides is like the pull down curtain with the waves in it. Yeah, um, <laughs> did you see him on? Um, did you see him on GGN? Oh, Jermaine was on there. Yeah. Oh, I gotta see that because that nigga greasy. That's the greasy ass nigga. On GGN, they keep on showing Snoop, and Snoop was like looking at his hair. <laughs> Yo, who? I don't. What, what Jermaine? Come on. Like, like why um, would you, know, you ha- why would you have a hairline, but then paint a hairline right. smaller than your hairline? Listen, um, what's it called? Um, you know who he looks like? The fucking Tin Man from um The Wiz. Oh my God! Just artificial and oil. Oh my goodness, no, Jermaine. If you ever Jackson. said GGN with Jermaine Jackson, his hair looks fucked up. It's like it's it's like he got a 
She got a perm on the top, the waves on the side, the blackout on the forehead, and then in the back he had some kind of ponytail bun. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, like, come on, Jermaine. <laughs> What's going on? And the Ain't funny thing about it was he was glistening. Glistening. Looking Skin, like shit. hair, everything. What's that shit that we used to spray on the car or on the tires? Armorall? Armorall. Armorall. Just greasy. I had a Jermaine song to put on my list, but I had to take it off because he's so greasy. Which one? Um. Don't take it personal? No, um, Do What You Do. Oh, Do What You Do. That was a dope. Yeah, I remember the music dope. video from the 80s. Oh, and um, I think Castles of the Sand, that was a remake of Castles Ozzy of the Brothers. Sand was dope, too. Yeah. And his version was actually better than um, the Ozzy Brothers. I got to give it to him. I think so. Word. I think so. Shout out to But one thing I can say about um, Jermaine Dupree's Do What You Do, which was a great song, is back when BET first came around, that video was on every hour on the hour. And I remember that video to this day. Mm. Like how his girl was shooting a mannequin in the bathroom. <laughs> and then she gets arrested and Jermaine's out there uh, just singing to her. Yeah, he was like, he was the gangster. Or his, yeah, was it, a mafioso. Yeah. It was like uh it was like a throwback to like the 20s or 30s. Yeah. Jermaine Jackson. He had, he, had a, he had a couple hits, like solo. Yeah, you know, my favorite song of his is, you know, not meaning to take away from the sexualist, was Let Me Tickle Your Fancy, him and Devo. Oh, man. Jermaine Jackson, for me, my favorite song might be, um, this is when Jermaine just left the group. He was still on Motown, because remember, he didn't go to CBS. Right. It was called, uh, I Found That Girl. Yeah, I Found Me a Girl. Yeah. No, not I oh, Found Me a Girl. Oh, he also had a song found... with Michael called Tell Me I'm Not Dreaming. Tell Me I'm Not Dreaming. Yep. That's, yeah. I took a sample uh-huh. from that, too. And, and then it was a song that Stevie Wonder did, um, Oh man, what was the name of that song? It was him and Stevie. Stevie wrote it and did the track. Nah, not too familiar with that one. Oh my goodness, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what it is later. But Jermaine, look, it's probably on one of my Jackson's playlists. A Jackson's playlist is is the shit. I saw like, that one playlist. I'm saying that song by Ray, I'm Marlon. Oh my goodness, his only song. Yeah. Because I was playing that right before I was leaving at work. Mm. It was wait, it was called like the Jackson um, Dancing Machines. Yeah, that's that's what I considered like their best dance. Like dance. Oh, I appreciate the I appreciate the fact that you put the track "Body" on there. That's one of the overlooked that's tracks. My shit. I took a sample that from that also. Really? Yeah, you know, at the end where it just goes, I took a sample from that. Yeah, that, 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 was, a, that was a good album. I got to send you that beat also. That was the only album that had all six of them. 
kind of. Michael um, was on, on Torture. Three. Two tracks. Um, Torture, State of Shock. And, and um, Be Not Always, but he freaked it to where his songs were solo songs. Right. Except for the one with Mick Jagger, but that was him and Mick Jagger. Like, that's what Michael was getting big-headed. Do you know um, Frankie Mercury was also in that song? Really? Freddie Mercury was also in that song, but he took off his vocals at, um, towards the very end. Oh. And you can still find that track on YouTube with um, Freddie Mercury. Oh. True story. Yeah, Michael was big-headed at that time. Yeah. Because the only the Victory Jackson Tour album that had all six of them. Because the Victory Tour, which was supposed to be for their album, they did Michael nothing. Won, but Michael said he wouldn't do the tour unless he had a solo spot, um, a solo spot on that um, album. Yeah, so tour. actually, it was actually the Thriller Tour with the Jackson Five as background because they did tons of old songs, which right. Michael does by himself. So it was really a Michael Jackson tour. Right, and then they still marketed the CD. Yeah. Which torture. was a dope live album. My, that was one of my favorite CDs, Torture. Favorite um songs. So. And if you, I don't know to, if you know, Torture had a uh, it had a dance mix that had no, um it had a, a, a intro. I didn't know that. It's totally different. But I know that you're big on the Jacksons and you're big on Woo, so. Yeah. We had a conversation when I was in New Jersey about, because um, you were just like, you know, Randy has an album. I said, does he? His album wasn't a solo album. It was some kind of group. He had like a group. Like Randy Jackson and the Gypsies. Yeah. And I was like, does he? And this is yeah, something like, I didn't know. Who, uh, that's a who uh, like who knows and who cares type of situation. Got it, got it, got it. Well, you got four. one more song on your list, don't you? Uh, this is my go-to song. Okay. Come home with me by New Edition. Word, and that was off their new album. Well, their last. That was. That was the bad one on Bad Boy. Uh, what was that called? Oh God. Like you said, who knows and who cares? Yeah, because one I didn't like the album. Was. One Love. One Love. They had two or three songs on there that I liked. The rest of the stuff was just, it didn't sound like New Edition. And they know it didn't sound like New Edition. That's why they left. Right. But Come Home With Me is my go-to song. Right. Like, that that, that would be the first on my list to start it off. For the grown and sexy. Yeah, just to start it off, but like that's like my that's actually my favorite new edition song of all time. Of all time? Of all time. That's a bold statement. Man, I love that song. Come home with me and then you're not my kind of girl, but come home with me is just you know, you got Johnny singing lead and you know, he's talking during the chorus. Like while the car is going on, he's talking at the same time. This is a right. nice song, right? You know, and it's, it's it was definitely the best song on that album. I agree. Yeah, but that for me, that's my go-to. Like, yeah, that's the song I'll send somebody. Word. So we're at the end of both lists. 
Any honorable mention? Uh, I did have one, but then I thought about it. I was like, nah, I'm not even put this on there. Well, my honorable mention is going to be Stapleton Sex by Ghostface Killer. Word. That's just, and that's the song worth know, mentioning. Yeah. That came off of his quote-unquote R&B album, The uh, Wonderful Wizard of Poetry in Emerald City. Ghost Dini. Ghost Dini. Yeah, I forgot. It was called Ghost Dini, The Wonderful Wizard of Poetry in Emerald City. Right. Ain't that like the longest title or something? One of the longest titles for hip-hop, yeah. Yeah. God damn. That's like... Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking while your drinking juice, in, your the juice in the hood. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, but Stable to Sex, definitely. That, that's the song everybody needs to hear. It is. I agree with you there. But tell people how that's they can hard. find your list on Spotify. Uh, you can look up um, Tony Gazzo, G-A-Z-Z-O, and my list will be The Freak Off. X X X X X X X X. Yeah, yeah. And there are more songs that didn't make the list, but we, you know, we narrowed down the Yeah. So you can look up me on Spotify. That's Digger Jones, and it's called Digger Sex Playlist. How many songs you got on there? Like, say what? How many songs you got? I think I got like twenty nine. Okay. So all the honorable mentions are on there. So, and I promise you, you got, we will do our almost classic show. Almost classic. We've been talking about that. Yeah, we've been talking about that. We've been talking about our hood movie show too. So, hood movie show. Oh, and I got another idea for uh, a list. What's that? Uh, this popped. This popped into my head today when I was smoking weed. <clears throat> um, it's fun life. What year were you born? 82. I'm 82, too. So if your life had a soundtrack, what would be the songs that you would put from 82 to 2017? Word, that's a dope list. That's 35 songs for each of us. Yeah. Oh, we can narrow it down. Yeah, we'll narrow it down. Yeah, but... but, I'll tell you what. What we'll do is we'll go ahead and, like, mention maybe 10 or 20 and we'll put the rest of the songs on the playlist so that way people can download it. Yeah. Because, you know, I think that's dope because, like, a lot of songs uh, resonate. You know, that's the good thing about music. A lot of of shit, you know, it's everyday stuff that you go through every day. I already know what number one on our list. I already know what number one on our list for 82 is going to be. What's that? Want to be starting something. That was 83. No, Dilla came out in 82, did not? It did it? Yeah, it did come out in 82. That's what I thought. It did come out in 82, yeah. I just, don't know if that would be number one on my list. Well, I was about to say, I thought we were doing from 82 on. Yeah, but I like think it's one another one year. from 82. Yeah, but that wouldn't be number one on my list. Oh, that'd be number one on mine, because that's my favorite Michael Jackson song of all time. Oh, Really? Yeah. Get out of here. I kid you not. Wow. I kid you not. That's my uh, second what, favorite song number? of all time. Really? Yes. Speaking of Michael Jackson, did you see the bullshit album that they just put out? Yeah, the Scream album. 
It's supposed to be a dance album. It's supposed to be a dance horror album for Halloween. Yeah, but that, it, the, the song should be... I, I don't know. I'm not even going to get into that shit. Don't get into it. Yeah, I'm, I thought we, that was kind of... Remember what we said on our first ever show. That's the cash grab. Yeah, it definitely is. Because I, I, when I heard about it, I thought they were going to make, like, a Michael Jackson dance album. No, it's um, supposed to be symbolizing for Halloween. Yeah, but I didn't know that. So that's when I made my Jackson Dance Machine playlist, because I figured, well, you know. <clears throat> I, if this is not what they're doing, big, I can do the same thing. Yeah, and I'm not a big up-tempo music person. Right. They had a lot of up-tempo songs that were, were great, and I didn't include them on my original Jackson's list, but I was thinking that they would have made, like, a real up-tempo song. A song, you know, songs, not the way they did it. Right, the like way they Halloween. do it was just songs that, yeah, songs that fit the holiday spirit. Yeah, like, I didn't, I'm not really feeling that at all. So the next cash like, grab think, is going to be the Jackson Christmas album, Reloaded. Yeah, or, or something. And then it's supposed to be a Michael Jackson album, but they throw Jackson's songs in there. Correct. Well, well Michael has enough shit by himself that they could have made a nice little 13-track shit. You exactly. know what I mean? Want to be star something would definitely be on there. You know, I was thinking like you know, remember the time, jam, uh, don't stop till you get it off off the wall, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Something. I, I don't see putting that. I don't see putting that album in your collection at all. Yeah, when I saw it, I it just released at the perfect time here. Hmm. I think it was a stupid idea. Bad idea. This is the latest cash grab in the Michael Jackson series. Well, many more to come. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, Prince <clears throat> Well, you know, Prince, Prince, Prince is a little more, you know. Okay, it says an MJ compilation. Perfect. You know, song. Mhm. Somebody's watching the question. Yep. But other than that, man, we got to close the show out. Yep. All right, it's been another great one, man. Sexless. The the the, the ultimate sexless. Word. Hey, this what's is going on, Jones. Something? I'm saying, drink water, take a shower, eat your vegetables, oh. wash your ass, wash and your ass. Listen to real hip hop. All right. Real hip hop in my Right. Oh, and remember Sunday we doing the diary for our classic uh, review. Scarface is the diary. That's right. Scarface. That's right. gonna be interesting. All right. All right. Other than that, later, Tom. We out. Peace.